0: The Morning Brew is brought to you by West Rock Coffee. It's time for your Morning Brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Avalanche win their sixth in a row as they hold on to beat Washington 3-2 at Ball Arena. And with the victory, Jared Bednar becomes the winningest Coach in franchise history I don't know <laughs> I'm glad it's here and gone so we can stop talking about it really to be honest with you we didn't play our best game tonight I'm happy that we were able to get the two points to put us up the standings again you know that's our focus I, and tonight I think the, the main reason we got that was because Gordy was excellent in goal he was our best player for sure on a night in which Darcy Kemper made his return, uh, it was Georgiev who faced more shots, made 36 saves and uh, 37 saves, and uh, came away with the uh, the victory. Jared Bednar's greatest strength as a head coach is what? Um, that's a great that's a great question. I think he's just very cut and dry with his players, what the expectations are, and he's very clear. With, with those expectations and then when they don't meet those expectations about you know correcting them so I, I just think he's a really cut and dry guy although I like drunk Bednar better when he's when he's on the mic drunk Bednar crying Bednar yeah. drunk uh, crying Bednar in, emotionally in, incontinent it, what's the word Incon, incontinence in, incontinence yeah Bednar yes that's that's awesome yeah when he's all weepy. <laughs> <You> guys everybody's yeah <laughs> <dad. laughs> Like that that bednar is get the good yeah snot bubble yeah. in there with the <laughs> Yeah. There's way it he all bednars are good. All bednars are good. Right, but that Bednar is I love that bednard. Me too. We will not see that bednar again until June. Not until they hoist another cup. But I'm confident we will. Yeah. I'm confident we will. Next on the morning brew, the Nuggets beat the Pelicans. Welcome back, Michael Malone, after missing the last three games. That's great. Yeah, you know, you miss the camaraderie as we talked about pregame, but you also miss the you know, the, the ebbs and flows of a game, the emotions of a game, um, and, and finding ways to try to help your team close out a game that was a lot closer than it should have been. Um, some uncharacteristic turnovers in that fourth quarter. I think for the game only at 12, fourth quarter we had five for eight. But, yeah, it was, it was great to be back, and most importantly, it's great to, for this team to get another win and to start this road trip off on a positive note. Yeah, I think that's that's an impressive win last night considering it is a back-to-back that you're facing, and the game tonight mm-hmm. is at Milwaukee. Right. Jokic, Giannis, it, it would be easy, I think, to let that one slip away last night, kind of thinking about, hey, save myself, or looking ahead right. to, instead. It wasn't pretty, like Malone just said, but they get the W, and now a chance to go into M- Milwaukee, which, by the way, they've had a lot of success against uh, Giannis and the Bucks, especially in Milwaukee. Yeah, which, I mean, this is a great matchup, right? This is one of those, uh, the Joker versus Giannis. And, oh, love it. Yeah, I mean, you got two of the best players in the world um, going mano a mano. And, oh, it's the two best players in basketball. Yeah. Uh, but not even close. These these are the two best. Yeah, so it's it's a great matchup. This is a great, I mean, this is an exceptional matchup. Who knows, Aaron Rodgers may be there chugging, chugging beers. Yeah, that'd be good. With oh, Bakhtiari. With Bakhtiari. Bakhtiari can chug him. Aaron's more of a sipper. I think he's more of a whiskey. Well, guy. yeah. but, but he, he's, a, he's, a, he's a Northern California guy. Chardonnay sipper, wine sipper. Yeah, he probably not really a beer likes, Yeah, he probably likes the uh, like the IPAs, like the real, like the, the, yeah, the real hoppy, hoppy. Yeah, real du- double IPAs. Yeah, kind of real thing. like real like real hoity-toity like brewed right here in Milwaukee and Lake Minnetonka or something. <laughs> Next on the morning brew. Oh, so close. High fly ball, deep right field Way back And Go! Two run, walk off, home run Todd Helton. How do you like that finish? Um, Dick shot Man, so 394 members of the Baseball Writers Association vote Hold that Thought for a second, vote on who goes into the baseball hall of fame? 394. Helton missed out by eleven votes mm. to get to the needed seventy-five percent. But here's here's what really ticks me off. Close to four, was it four percent of the voters didn't even turn in a ballot. Come on, man. You you have the what? honor of voting for the MVP or for the Hall of Fame, and you don't even turn in a ballot? I don't care turn in a blank ballot. It's your right. It's your right to vote, your opinion, who you believe goes in, but at least show some respect for the whole process. Show some respect for the fact that you're one of the lucky ones to have a vote. God, the fact that people don't turn in ballots kicks me off. Well, that's, I mean, that is, he, he missed it by 11. 4% of the voters would essentially be about, Fifteen voters that didn't turn in—that's about four percent, right? Ten percent of four hundred. You're asking me to do math right off. Mad, mad. So math, you're talking math, about you're talking not, about fifteen to eighteen voters that didn't turn in a ballot. It's you said three ninety right? four. Right. Excuse me. Let me read directly. This is from our buddy Drew Goodman. Three point nine percent of the four hundred and five ballots mailed out were unreturned. All right, so that, and there are voters. He, he he also added. Drew added there are voters who have not covered a game in years. Well, oh, there so, you go. So you're oh. talking, you're talking about three point nine percent of four four hundred five is what? Well, four percent, ten percent would be just over just over forty, about forty two. Mm-hmm. So five percent would be just over twenty twenty one. So like you're talking about fifteen to eighteen voters who didn't even vote, who, who decided not to vote. Now, if you're so negligent to not even send in a ballot, my guess is you weren't going to vote for Todd Helton. Yeah. So it's more... That's just more about the whole process and, and the whole way that we we decide Hall of Famers. But we're, the ones that did vote, the some, what, 390 that did vote? Mm-hmm. 11. 11! The good news is, folks, the good news is... Nobody's ever gotten this close to the 75% threshold and not gotten in. Right, so you just gotta wait a year. You just gotta wait a year. You're telling me there's a chance. He'll go in next year. Okay. He'll go in next year. Yeah, he'll get. Between this year and next year, he will have improved. Yes! Right. That's right. You improve every year. I'd say, you know, go out hit a solid 310 this year with 25 home runs, 90 ribbies. Mm hmm. Should cement the case with next year. No, he will not play a, he will not play an inning this year and get better. And he'll get better. He'll get more votes next year. Wow. Troy Rank, by the way, will join us uh, an hour from now and he, he has a Hall of Fame vote and he can maybe explain why Todd did not get in. So that is what is happening in the morning brew.